as if things weren't already bad enough. It's time to introduce this new street drug called xylazine. It is the flesh-eating drug turning people into zombies as it tears its way across America from the West Coast to the South to the East Coast. And it's really doing a number on the homeless population. My name is Mike. Every week I discuss topics that I care about. Hopefully you find them of value as well. Today's Daily Dose is partly brought to you by Grass Store. Cannabis delivery made simple. Save a whopping 40% right now. Just use the code daily at checkout. There's more links down below if you want to support the channel. So it is insane to think what this is doing. Here's some photos for you to get a nice visual of this disgusting drug. So what is it exactly? Apparently, it's a tranquilizer for animals. This isn't new. You know, 20 years ago, people that were abusing ketamine, which is also an animal tranquilizer, uh, would end up in the K-hole you've ever been in the K-hole, you know what I'm talking about. So this is the new street drug, and it's quite disgusting. It's also being found in fentanyl. They're cutting it up. Street dealers are doing some really wacky and weird shit with this stuff. And it's insane to think that anybody wants to put this in their body. But as it rampages across the nation and destroys lives, there's a number of different things that uh, come with it. Here's a quick clip. L.A. Sheriff's officials have launched a new program to track the so-called flesh-eating zombie drug. It's called xylazine. The animal tranquilizer has been increasingly showing up in local street drug supplies. Kareen Winter is live in downtown L.A. with those details. The deadly opioid fentanyl. It's not the only potent narcotic ravaging the streets of Los Angeles. I've never seen anything like what we're dealing with right now. The animal tranquilizer, xylazine, also known as a flesh-eating zombie drug, is saturating the drug market locally, sometimes disfiguring users who develop severe sores. In some of the most extreme cases, people have had limbs amputated. The addiction factor is quite huge, and the impact is really, really harmful. Um, the mental instability that it's creating as well is also something to be concerned about. What authorities are doing, I don't know. But according to the FDA, as you see here, they are putting strict restrictions on the um, importation into the country, which is, I guess, a good first step. I don't know what else really can be done. Um, we still got to get a handle on fentanyl as well, which, as you may already know, I'm quite passionate about. When we have such great plant-based options like Kratom, why people are turning to this stuff, I really don't understand. Um, but ultimately, this street drug is tearing a hole into this country. And it's only going to get worse if they can't get a handle on it. I mean, you've seen these people. Look at some of these images and some of these clips here. It's insane what uh, these people look like on the streets, just kind of barely hanging on by a thread. This needs to stop. We need to do something, right? What can we do? You know, you pay taxes, I pay taxes. We're all barely surviving in these large cities. Um, why do we have to tolerate this? Can we stop subsidizing these people's lifestyles? What do I mean? I mean that from what I understand in the research I've done, a lot of these people are getting several hundreds of dollars in cash every month to continue living the way they are. Why are our, our politicians allowing this? Why are we enabling them? I understand on one side, if we give them money and just kind of leave them alone, for the most part, maybe crime can stay relatively manageable. But how about we just give law enforcement the ability to do what uh, you know they're trained to do for the most part? 
I mean, it's not an easy task to uh, to overcome. There aren't a lot of uh, solutions, and many of them, I would say, uh, or you would say, you would call me inhumane or insensitive to the situation. But something has to be done. Is it fair to you? Is it fair to me? Is it fair to our kids? Uh, absolutely not. And it's unacceptable to continue like this between the fentanyl and now xylazine is what it's called. It is really unacceptable for us to continue living this way in these large cities. So somebody has to do something now, today, please, because I can't keep living this way. I can't keep driving around and seeing these people just in, uh, in just utter disgusting conditions, which, um, is a public safety hazard. I don't know how else to put it. That is the best way I can put it. It is a safety hazard. And at some point, um, we kind of have to do something about these uh, individuals who are refusing help. There's a lot of programs. Many of them don't want to go into it because they have to They have to get clean. That is a stipulation of joining the program. So get clean. How is it a better option to want to continue getting high and live on the streets in filth versus turning your life around and doing something that could be meaningful, that could be impactful, that could uh, contribute something to society? I don't know. We all love our drugs, right? That's it goes without saying, but um, there has to be some kind of responsible use here. And there is nothing responsible about xylazine, nothing responsible about fentanyl um, or heroin or any of these things that people choose to use, which inevitably destroy lives. Methamphetamine is another example. I, you know, I don't know how else to put it, but we need solutions now. What do you guys think? You should leave them down below. I feel that um, we are reaching a limit here. I think we've been there, but we're now kind of uh, approaching that border and we're about to go beyond it. Something has to get done to protect public safety. Uh, at the end of the day, there's many more of us than there are of them. So who should get priority in this situation? I feel like it should be us. We're still trying to maintain and live our lives and pay our bills and pay these uh, insanely high taxes on everything we consume, whereas a lot of these individuals are not, and they're not contributing anything to society other than the um, just the really disgusting conditions that they're in and that we all have to observe. I feel like when I drive around and I see these, I say to my wife, well, this is a great example of what I don't ever want to be. And it's a great motivating factor to continue working hard so we never end up there. Of course, many of the things that contribute to ending up there is drug abuse, uh, well beyond responsible use. So leave them down below and I'll catch you guys on the next one.